46 minutes after four. That is your time. Great times, my family, uh, here on uh, Radio Pulpit. It is Spectrum on a Friday afternoon. And this afternoon, you know, we're turning the page and we are focusing on uh, one of the buzz conversations uh, in the business world. And by the way, if you are out at Santon Convention Center on Wednesday, kudos, biggie shout out to you. And here's how we do it. Yeah. This is how we do it. Man, it was absolutely amazing just being part of the business community, particularly the manufacturing sector. FMCG coming out alive, embracing creativity, embracing uh, AI, embracing everything that we've got to offer. South Africa is indeed alive with possibilities, my family. So thank you so much for having come by and said hi. It was lovely meeting you. And I do hope that, uh, family, you enjoyed the broadcast out at the uh, uh, at the manufacturing Indaba. Right now, talking about all things uh, ECG and sustainability, doing business responsibly, uh, we've got Danon. Danon, 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 Danon. <laughs> and they're joining us on the line and joining us this afternoon is the Head of Corporate Affairs at Danon, Leanne Kaiser. Uh, she's going to be joining us together with the Danona. We're calling her Danona. And the conversation focusing focuses this afternoon on the importance of businesses, particularly in the manufacturing FMCG sector, in the uh, food and beverage sector, well, all businesses really. You know, uh, uh, I do want to put a particular focus on the ones that do produce um, uh, products, goods and services uh, uh, here in South Africa. Uh, a focus on those to really focus on doing business responsibly. Uh, as you would know, my family, uh, sustainability goals have been an agenda of the UN and uh, I think it's filtering into third world countries. It is certain has filtered into uh, South Africa where we see companies and organizations re-strategizing and uh, looking at strategy which incorporates those goals. And the reason why uh, those goals are very important is because we have a responsibility towards our environment that as we do business, let's not do business as if we're the only generation that needs to benefit. We're doing business so that uh, even the future generations of those who will be doing business will find uh, the space that we've been operating on profitable and uh, ready to continue to do work. So let's join uh, Danon and the team joining us on the line this afternoon. We really look forward to it. Danonas, good afternoon and welcome to Radio Pulpit this afternoon. Let me start with you, Leanne. Good afternoon and welcome. Hello, Ayanda. Yes, we call ourselves Bananas proudly. I love it. It's absolutely, absolutely amazing. I love it, Leanne. Uh, Look, man, uh, we're really at a time um, in South Africa where we need companies, you know, uh, that are very well supported, whose brands are really strong in our communities to start coming up, you know, and educating um, and leading the way of uh, uh, spreading the message of doing business sustainably. Let me kickstart, Leanne, by just understanding what is Danone's conviction around these uh, sustainability goals, particularly uh, uh, around uh, uh, yeah the sustainability goals. Yes, you actually captured it super 
eloquently, I thought, in your introduction. Mm. And the fact is that we all have a responsibility. Mm. And this is the narrative. You know, we all have a responsibility. We all have a role to play. And, you know, I, it's not just one individual or one, you know, organization. It's not just the public sector. It's not just the private sector. But every single one of us, whether you're a consumer or a massive organization, mm. has a role to play in helping to protect the planet and ensure sustainability. Mm. And so from Danone's perspective, we take that responsibility very seriously. Um, we have something which is called the Danone Impact Journey, mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. we define sustainability targets, mm-hmm. um, first of all, to positively influence the health of people. That's our mission, by the way, to deliver health through foods to as many people as possible. Right. As well as then, we have a number of targets which are embedded in sustainability. Mm. So things like decreasing uh, methane, decreasing um, water usage, um, making sure that the plastic we mm. use is is responsible and can be entered mm. into a circular recycling system. Mm. And then finally, having a pos- positive impact on communities as well. So. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you'll find that corporates are, they really are stepping up and mm. they have established very clear roadmaps and commitments to say, you know, we understand our role in this mm-hmm. and here is our commitment to make sure that we've made a difference by whatever time frame, many by 2025 and others by 2030 and beyond. Right. The last time we we, we, we spoke to Danone, um, I'll never forget that conversation. It was absolutely exhilarating for us to hear the kind of work that you're doing on the ground. You made mention, uh, Leanne, of a project that you were currently busy with at that time. I think it had not been completed yet. Uh, you were doing work with a school, and I know that now you know, you're ready to talk about it. Do you want to just talk to us about uh, the kind of work that you've been doing, particularly in driving uh, the recycling agenda and some of the projects that you've been doing with uh, the local schools in your areas? I'm so happy that you remember that project. I'm so happy that we can share an update on it today. Yeah. It's been such phenomenal progress. So, yes, the project is called Nutri Day Tabs to Classrooms. Right. And basically, it's all about the fact that your little Nutri-Day tubs, so those little Danone Nutri-Day tubs that mm. you put into kids' lunch boxes, are actually recyclable. And we're trying to stimulate mm. awareness for the fact that those little tubs, although they appear small, although they, you know, you think, you know, what's one little tub in the great scheme of things? Yeah. If you treat that tub correctly, it can go into a recycling stream and it can produce something useful. Mm-hmm. And the way that we showcased that was that we went to schools, we activated 100 schools, mm. and we taught the learners at those schools this recycling message. And so the little kids, after enjoying their delicious yogurt, would rinse their yogurt tub, collect the tub, and Danan, together with its partners, in turn would collect those tubs and convert them, in fact, into bricks, bricks that you can use to build structures with. <gasps> and excitingly, no. in September this year, yes, very, very exciting. Danan Legos, sorry. <laughs> yes, I love that. Okay, I'll use that for my next campaign. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. We actually used those bricks to build a library this year at a township based school in Fosleres. It's called Nacheng Primary School. Sure, man. And we truly used those bricks to build a library. Um, and now that library is fully functional. It contains over 4,500 books. Um, and it serves the learners of the school as well as the surrounding community. 
And it gave this really, really tangible message that if you treat your waste correctly, if you make sure that it stays out of litter, out of landfill, and rather that it goes into a recycling stream, it can be converted into something valuable like a brick, and that brick can be used to build something valuable like a library. So that was the project. I am. Listen, you should see my face right now. I mean, you know, wow, that is a... Wow. Very quickly, I know we've got another Donana joining us on the line, uh, talking about libraries who herself has demonstrated the importance of recycling by using some of her skills, you know, to further uh, the social education through uh, illustrative writing. We're going to chat to Beatrice in just a second. Uh, very quickly, uh, Leanne, before we cross over to Beatrice, um, how do schools connect, you know, to learn? Because all I'm seeing here, without necessarily formal partnerships, you know, there is a model that has been created here that other schools can definitely learn from. How do schools connect? Yeah, absolutely. So just to say that the, the project actually started three years ago and it yeah. started teeny tiny with just 18 schools. Mm. Then it expanded to 80 schools. Now it's at 100. And it's definitely not without the support of partners that right. managed to do this. Right. So the Pick and Pay School Club is a key partner for us because mm. they are you know, South Africa's outside of formal education sure. and South Africa's biggest private education uh, facility. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, the idea is that ultimately we'll be able to scale the campaign to reach more schools, mm-hmm. eventually all the schools around the country, to collect these yoga clubs and convert them into something useful. Right. And I'm really, really proud to also you know, introduce this Donana today, Beatrice, <laughs> you mentioned just now, yeah. who's the author of children's books who are also serving that message of recyclability and how important recycling is for our planet. Sure, that's amazing. Uh, Beatrice, good afternoon and welcome to Radio Pulpit. Hello, Ayazal, and uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, no, we are very happy to have you here. Let me tell you two reasons. Because number one, you know, I can sense a bit of nerves, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Don't worry. You know, here, here we love having conversation, you know, with people who love people. Okay. Because it is your first time with us, Beatrice. Here's how we welcome our first timers. Uh, welcome to you. Listen, I absolutely love that energy. That's exactly what we need, especially for people, uh, you know, that are doing work in uh, the children's space. Uh, Beatrice, you have gone and done what a lot of us would like to do, but we've just not been able to do. Talk to us about the books that you've published. Uh, thank you so much. Um, I must say I am a full-time Danona, a proud Danona, and a part-time author. I write children's books. Uh, in my spare time, um, I am dedicated to raising um, awareness about the important issues. Yeah. So I end up, I've got two uh, published books. Uh, one uh, focuses on the climate change, mm. and then one focuses on the importance of uh, recycling. 
tell me, Beatrice, how do you get the language right? You know, uh, yeah, you see, adults, we've got this. I mean, Leanne will tell you, uh, we, we've got so many different types of textures of language that we need to learn for the different roles. You need to learn the mommy language. You need to learn the sister language. You need to learn uh, the teacher language. You need to learn. How, how do you get the language of communicating with children right, even if it's illustratively? Sure, it's not an easy one. Right. You know, <laughs> it's not an easy one. With children, you gotta be, you gotta be very selective, and um, you know the words that you use. You have to be very mm. selective. Uh, yeah, they need to align with a, a, a certain age group. You see, I write for ages uh, four to seven, so. Mm, mm, um, mm, the mm, words mm. need to speak to that uh, specific age group. Uh, but I must say it's not a, 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 an easy one. Say, for instance, um, when Danone started talking about his sustainability, uh, with a little bit of research, um, uh, I came across a word, climate change. And then mm. in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, um, what a big word. How are the, the, the small ones, are they going wow. to... Uh, I understand this way. That that's why it was very important for me to 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 put it in writing, so the the young ones can they can um, can understand and and act. You know, um, sure, that is beautiful, yeah, yes. Beatrice. That is absolutely amazing. And uh, before we let you go, uh, 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 uh talk to us about the impact that that has made. You know, on my way here, I was listening to a program, and they were playing a child. They were playing um, a. They were reading a book, but they were reading a children's book, and so the reading was not like when you know we read adult books. It's it's plain uh, audio. You know, there was a bit of of uh, uh, dramatization, uh, th- there was there was such an incredibly creative way of bringing the message across. And I thought, mm, if a child's listening right now, if I am attentive, imagine what a child, what that would do to a child. So I can imagine that with your books focusing mainly on illustrations, that has had an amazing impact in driving the message of recycling and sustainability. Talk to us about some of those uh, wins as you published your books. Okay, so in my books, um, the day is the training. You will notice a right at the end. Um, there are illustrations that the, the kids need to complete on their own. So um, just for me to, 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 just for them to, 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 to get an understanding of what they were reading. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is absolutely amazing. So, it, the, so the day is the training. Um, they read, they color in, and there's also uh, it, it, it's also an activity book, just for 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 for, for right. us to see if they really understand what the, uh, what the book is all about. You so know? they can interact. They understand, yeah, you know what is illustrated for them. Sure. Let, let, let me close this conversation. Beatrice, we want to say to you, congratulations. Well done. And we certainly hope that, uh, you know, business is going to keep coming up with all these complicated uh, terms <laughs> so that you can continue <laughs> writing books. <laughs> Let's just conclude this conversation with you, Leanne, and just uh, your message to other businesses and perhaps other uh, organizations that are working in uh, the community and social uh, change uh, space. Your message uh, to them as an organization that has had such an incredible uh, success in the space. I would just like to conclude and say that actually 
individuals and corporates all have energy mm. and expertise in their individual spaces, mm. right? And if we bring those things together, we can honestly achieve so much more. Right. And, you know, this, this particular project of Danone's is, yes, one which was embedded in an environmental need of recycling, mm. but ultimately served a very social need of addressing literacy levels and making sure that children have an adequate literacy level that will, you know, set up the springboard for them to be able to succeed in life. Then you start to talk to other people about it. You know, mm. in Japan, we found Beatrice, who's publishing these children's books about sustainability. Sure. Phenomenal. Next thing, there's the Pepe School Club. They are jumping on the bandwagon, wanting to expand the campaign to schools across the country. Mm. Next, you know, the Imperial and Moses Community Trust was also involved because they wanted to, you know, they're building a library. Building libraries is their CSI gig. This is what they do. We had upcyclers involved. The people who actually convert the yoga tubs to bricks, they were helping us. We had collection logistics, we had regulators, we had government. You know, at this stage, we're talking about possibly putting the bricks on Tinder mm. to make sure that they're available for the building of RDP houses and schools. And so I think the message is that, you know, if you, if you, if you speak and reach out, you'll find that there are other organizations, each with their own skill set, right. who can contribute plug into what you're doing and then together we can deliver something really impactful and meaningful. And I I just yeah, for me it's just very special that as a Donana, Beatrice heard about sustainability mm. from the organization she was working for. This stimulated her to want to do more for her own community and write these books for children who will ultimately convert these kids from, you know, possibly not knowing much about the topic to becoming absolute sustainability advocates and to changing the future in their adult lives. So, yeah, just don't forget the message of partnership mm. and sharing your work and inviting others to do what they can with what they have because everybody can contribute one way or another. Sure. Leanne Kaiser, my family, is the uh, head of corporate com- uh, corporate um, affairs at Danon, joined by a Danon, Beatrice, who's also an author um, of children's books. This conversation around sustainability requires a roundtable of its own, Leanne, and I certainly will try and see if we can actually get that done before we all go and spend our wonderful bonuses in December. <laughs> We have well, so much. If you want to yeah. um, spend your bonus on something, sorry for the little puns, <laughs> but it would be wonderful if um, you know anyone who's interested could support. Um, first of all, Beatrice's books. It would be they really are lovely Christmas presents. Um, if you visit Beatrice M Books um, website, you'll find find her books there, and and you can really navigate the work she's done and the meaningful work she's doing. And uh, it, we would also love a follow. Anyone who's interested in seeing this recycling story unfold further, um, Danon would super appreciate to follow Danon South Africa on Facebook or Instagram, and you can come and join us on the journey. Fantastic. Thank you so much, ladies, for having joined us this afternoon. We've broken a few broadcasting rules, but that is okay uh, because the message is equally important. And uh, we certainly wish you all the best in your journey and continue advocating this incredible message of sustainability, calling business and communities to do business responsibly. Uh, We truly appreciate your time. Thank you so much.
It is five after five, my family. We're crossing over to have a look at a story or two in our bulletin, crossing over to the traffic straight after that. That conversation around sustainability, I'm really hoping that has touched somebody that in our businesses, we can do the best we can to learn to do business responsibly. Five after five is your time. We are here 24 hours a day with the message of hope, faith and love. On 657 AM. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082 657 2729, and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Tune in to Radio Pulpit on 657 AM for reliable Christian talk radio at its best. Find your daily dose of Christ-centered motivation and encouragement on Radio Pulpit 657. Download our app now. Tune in to radiopulpit.co.za or find us on DSTV Audio 882 and OpenView 607. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion for more than 40 years, brings a relevant moral alternative to 400,000 listeners in a variety of South African languages. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and download our podcasts today. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.